0: So welcome to Time Warp Wife Ministries. I'm your host, Darlene Schacht.
1: And I'm your co-host, Michael Schacht.
0: And this is 5-Minute Marriage.
1: Today's Bible verse comes from John chapter 10, verse 10. The thief cometh not, but for to steal, and to kill, and to destroy. I am come that they might have life, and that they might have it more abundantly.
0: Ah, okay. So I'm just going to say this is take four. Take four. We've done this three times already, and here's what happens. (laughs) We don't really know what it's going to be when we sit down to read this. These (laughs) are like, these are done maybe last night or this morning. We, we totally, and sometimes we have a few done for a week. So we have no idea what it is that we're sitting down to.
1: No, we open our computers and we just, (laughs) that's it. we like, are we ready? And And then we just
0: get the verse thrown at us and say, okay, go. Because I do find that that is the best way. I find that if I do try to rehearse something, it just doesn't work out. I want, I really, really pray that God will be speaking through me and that I won't be speaking through myself, that I can just say, Lord, whatever you want to come out of my mouth, let that be it. And so apparently um, he didn't uh, give me anything to say for the first three tries, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> because I started talking and then all of a sudden I'm just like a deer in the headlights. But okay, so I'm going to try again. Yes. Let's see what God tells us this time. But We're
1: holding our breath. Here yeah, we go.
0: As I see that verse, the thief cometh not but for to steal and to kill. It reminds me of how if we are not protecting our hearts, our lives, and our marriage, that we can lose our joy and we can lose our peace. And mm-hmm. the Bible tells us, that sin is pleasurable for a season, but after that it brings forth death. Mm -hmm. And so, so often when, or every time I would say, when we decide to sin, it's because we see that it looks good, it sounds good, it feels good, it must be good, but it's not. It's only good for a season. But when we focus on the long-term benefits of peace with God and joy from within, and unity with each other, that's when we give up those sinful desires for a short-term high, and we seek for things that are a lot deeper and things that are more important.
1: Yeah. One thing I I thought was really interesting too is that there is a, a definite progression here because it says, the thief cometh not but for to steal. So this is really interesting to me is that the thief is going to sneak in without us knowing about it. All right. Mm -hmm. So so that's how everything starts. And so like you're saying, being drawn away from, you know, by sin and giving in to a temptation, which leads to sin. Right. And so the 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 whole idea is that Satan is cunning. He is cunning. Yeah. And so he will sneak in to your relationship to steal away your relationship. To kill means um, basically to um, to. on it. Now it's my turn. Would that to again be to f- rob
0: f- you of your joy, to kill any spark that we have between each to other? To kill
1: our relationship with God, to kill our relationship between okay. each other, yeah. and then to destroy us ultimately by us falling away from God completely. is basically, yeah. it's the progression okay. that I was, I was just wanting to choose my words really kind of carefully on that. But yeah. um, But this whole thing is a progression and it builds. It's It's not Satan knocking on your door one day and says, I'm here to destroy you because people would just go, okay, that's kind of obvious. And no, you're not, you know, because I'm a child of God. Right. But what he does is he just sneaks in. And a lot of times you, you might be in the middle of doing something and you just go, wait, what what am I doing? Or why am I allowing those thoughts into my mind? Or, you know, this or that or whatever. And that's how he does it. So we have to be uh, we have to be on the watch for this, and we have to be watchful all the time for ourselves, for and for our marriages. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's critically important.
0: I'm thinking about that verse from First Peter five, verse eight, that says, um, "Be vigilant, because the adversary, the de- your adversary, the devil, walketh about as a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour." And what's interesting about lions, about the entire cat family, really, is that. At first, when they are stalking their prey, they are extremely slow. Mm-hmm. It You do not even barely see a cat coming. It's going to take the steps that are so slow towards you. And then suddenly it pounces upon you. Yeah. yeah, And that's how it is with our sin. We can even take those steps ourselves sometimes. Like we were just listening to a sermon this afternoon where the pastor was saying, Tom- sometimes you might say, it's okay, I'll just you know, I'm smoking pot every once in a while, or I'm just swearing once in a while, or I might be looking at porn once in a while, but then you you never know when you will be get drawn into that sin, that addiction, that, and when it starts to really kill your life and to destroy you, you might think it's harmless, but it, and, and it's pleasurable for that moment, but
1: then it's not. The thing to remember too, is that the real problem comes when we are practicing sin. All right. So if we go and look at the book of first John, he's really, really clear on this and we can't miss this. And so people will often get this very confused in their minds and they'll say, well, okay, so are you saying that I am never allowed again to sin in my life? If I do anything wrong, that God is going to condemn me for it. No, he's not. But if you're practicing your sin, if you are hanging on to something you know is wrong and you're continually doing that, you are in a lot of danger. That is the practicing of the sin that John is very, very clear on. And so if if you wanted to look at that, First John is, is the book to go to for that. So that's what we have to watch out for. We have to make sure we're not falling in to this trap of, you know, conforming to the way of the world. And that is so important. That is so critical. And that is the area that Satan is really doing the most damage is telling people that it is okay to sin Mm -hmm. or giving the people, you know, people the idea that it's okay because that is the step of stealing, beginning to steal from you because you're not even aware that something is being taken from you.
0: Yeah. Like our son, Nathaniel, he says, I won't eat. He doesn't want to drink because Mm -hmm. he knows that there is a danger in doing that. Mm
1: -hmm. And
0: there's a lot of people who think like, well, that's okay for me. Like my, you know, I've had, um, a history in our family of alcoholism so i've seen the danger that that can do for some people yeah well other people can have a glass of wine every once in a while and i have done that like i i like once in a while i will have a glass of wine but sometimes it's better to just avoid those things that we know can be a stumbling block for us and so then i admire someone who's done that made that decision and said you know what this could potentially be harmful to me so i won't do it and talking about that um that cat again and how um peter had said that satan is like a lion that prowls around right in the beginning of um genesis when cain killed abel god said to cain um no this was before he killed abel he said sin is crouching at your door it desires to have you but you must rule over it yeah and the word for crouching there is um r-a-b-a-t-s In the Greek and what it means is to crouch on all four legs like um, like an animal or like a cat when they're stalking Mm -hmm. their prey so there we see that again how it's it's sneaking up on it but God says you must rule over your sin or it will rule over you and some people say destroy sin before it destroys you so in the same way we need to destroy sin before it destroys our relationship with God before it destroys our relationship between each other.
1: And if you ever wanted a bit of a visual for that, um, the whole idea of sin crouching at the door, that is actually shown in the old medieval churches. When you see gargoyles on the top of the churches, they are crouching. And that is supposed to be a reminder to people that sin is crouching and waiting for you. And that's where the church is the sanctuary to go into
0: okay question sure did gargoyles really exist <laughs> now i'm really really curious it's too bad we don't have nathaniel on this podcast <laughs> no it's
1: okay. symbolic it's oh just, they're symbolic it's just symbolic of of sin some a monster <laughs> like are you know? are they
0: winged animals i'm yes. not really sure what yes. this is i do know
1: they were they were de- they were supposed okay, what to what did depict you call them again demons Gargoyles, the gargoyles. See now that was that was. Are um,
0: those not the things? Oh
1: boy, here in go. the Wizard of Oz. That, no,
0: okay, those oh, flying around things.
1: The flying monkeys. <laughs>
0: yeah. <No>. <laughs> what? <laughs> All right, we are way off the topic. But vague. thanks for that's really interesting. Thanks for sharing that. <laughs>